I hope everyone enjoyed their Juneteenth this year and Father's Day. To all you real fathers out there, may you enjoy a beloved and swell belated Juneteenth and Father's Day. So, hello, my name is Lynn Ferguson, also known as Lynn Tennyson, your host here on Lone Spins. And in this episode, we will be diving into the state of Black America, hence the holiday. Sit back, relax, and let's get into it. I'm Lynn Ferguson, your host, and I welcome you to another episode of Lynn's Friends. So, Juneteenth just passed, and shout out, by the way, Aliska's Pickles are pretty dang on good. Uh, They're located at South County Mall, and um, it was a good eat. It is a good eat. I'm still working on my little jar of pickles, hot and spicy, jalapeno. Um, But, um, (coughs) excuse me. I wanted to discuss the state of Black America within this episode and where we are 2022 as of Black Sunday or Juneteenth of this year. So if we get into the United States uh, Census Bureau's investigation, uh, more specifically their findings as of 2020 um, regarding the pandemic and the hardship faced by people of different races. Uh, The data suggests uh, that the COVID-19 pandemic, excuse me, (coughs) it does suggest that the COVID-19 pandemic disproportionately affected black households more than white households. Uh, The cumulative data uh, excuse me, effects of job loss, food insufficiency, and financial insecurity uh, resulted in uncertainty about how to pay for housing, as well as more generalized anxiety. Uh, and speaking of anxiety, they go into basically suggest that there is data that uh, indicates that 30% of all U.S. adults reported feeling anxious or worried more than half of the time, including about 30% of both white and black adults. Though when they accounted for pre-existing differences, the data does show that the anxiety anxiety was more prevalent among black than white adults living in households where someone had lost income during the pandemic. So, and this is, this 30% is uh, up dramatically from in 2020, January 2020, uh, to uh, where it was, or from where it was in uh, the first half of 2019. Shocking. <coughs> and it's not unexpected at all. I mean, Black America, I mean, Joe Biden just came out and said after the top shooting, that, you know, he was thinking reparations, he was mulling over reparations, whatever he said. 
can you imagine 2022 being the year that we get reparations? And I hate crime on the books. What, like, where has anyone been? Oh yeah, they've been racist. That's where they've been. At least that's how they've been. I mean, it's more than unfortunate. It is, excuse me. (laughs) It is dastardly, honestly, insidious, despicable that we have yet to be compensated for what we did for this country. Like, our ancestors don't exist. Like, we don't exist where we are now because of where they led us and where they were led. Like, white people don't acknowledge that they are where they are because they come from this Italian or this Roman or this, um, Amber, you know, Roman, um, or this, um, you know, Jewish person involved in the Holocaust or this, you know, who made it out, who made it out or this um, Irish, you know, king or something. Like, this is the type of stuff that we're facing. A society that tells us that we should not be proud of being black, but just American. When America's done nothing for us. And then they say, they tout, you know, affirmative action in our face. Like it wasn't co-opted by every other race of people and class of people and used and even created for that very thing uh, to, you know, benefit everyone at the same time instead of addressing the problem of Black people. The reason affirmative action doesn't go to assuage the Black community and is not what we're doing does not indicate what we're new is because it is for everyone. It's a very simple fact. It's, it's for everyone. You can't fix if you chop off half of one pillar in a trio of pillars, a quartet, well, a quintet of pillars. So there are five pillars and you chop off half of one and these are magical pillars that you that can just grow and grow and grow and grow at a specific speed and it's set you're not going to ever that one shorter pillar is never going to catch up unless the other ones are stopped by something at some point or cut down as well <clears throat> it's never going to stop you're always gonna be playing catch up as that one lowly chop pillar. And I know that was a, a really ridiculous example, but this is what we're dealing with. We're dealing with the situation of people saying, pull yourself up by your bootstraps. And the now famous saying, a lot of these people don't even have boots or bootstraps. I mean, it's gotten so bad, a lot of these people can't even walk. 
what the hell do they have boots on for? And, you know, Biden apparently made Juneteenth an official holiday. Whoopsie-doo. I think it was last year. What does that do for us? What does that do? <clears throat> Immediately after, the Asian community was granted reparations and hate crime bills. While we, I must repeat, sit here and realize that we have no anti-lynching law. All the years, all the people have been lynched. And we don't have an anti-lynching law in the books. It is 2022. What is the matter with that? There's something wrong. I mean, we're going to work, Black people in America, and you never know if your job is going to be the next place, if your school is going to be the next place, if your local cafe will be the next place that is shot up by white supremacists. And people are literally walking around here acting like racism doesn't exist. Literally walking around as if, excuse me, racism does not exist. So are we then supposed to deal with racism after my place of work is riddled with bullets by white supremacists with a manifesto that specifically lays out why you did what you did? You know, it is a dastardly world we live in. We, we live in a crazy place because we've made it this way. And I don't mean we as black people, but unfortunately we do live in this world with other people. And by other people, I'm more so referencing people who are destructive to the very world, to this very world. You know, there are even eco white supremacists and stuff who are like all about like human population control and being eco-friendly or whatever. And the best way to do that is to kill off people of different races in America or in your country because um, integration and um, immigration is what apparently led to overpopulation. But what do you expect? A lot of these people don't have anything to live for, but we do. So I'm going to tell you right now, get your gun, Blackie, get your gun. Get your gun, Blackie. 
because you're going to need it. You're going to be looking at, depending on what the prices are in your area, what inflation is in your area. Uh, speaking from a Midwesterner's point of view, you're going to need at least a thousand to fifteen hundred dollars, twelve hundred dollars to invest in a gun if you don't have a gun. You need to get a gun. You need to learn how to use it and then you need to get a gun. So you need to go to the range, go to one that is safe, that you feel is more secure, uh, go with people you feel comfortable with, don't go alone. Make it a family experience. Make it a, make it a, um, the next thing you do with your friends, you know? Your real friends. And go to the range. Get caught up, get taught up, get learned up, and invest in a gun. Um, I'd say you'd be looking at base price, again, Midwesterners point of view, um, baseline $600 uh, to $800 for a nice gun, get some ammunition, and then spend about um, hundred dollars or so on a holster or belt or um, what have you maybe a girdle holster or um, not a girl but like a um, a holster that goes inside of your um, um, you know next to your thigh and um, you know what have you what whatever you need you know you shouldn't just be walking around with a, a, a gun rolling around in your purse. But arm yourself, baby. We may be 13% allegedly of the population, but that doesn't mean give up and just don't get a gun. <laughs> baby. And there are plenty of people who are not a part of the black community who support the black community and ride for the black community and even die for us. So, don't think that that 13% is just 13%. And remember, not all skin folk are kin folk. So, really, it's less than 13% if you want to talk about real black people. Get educated, you know? I put this podcast out here so people can understand what we have to deal with, what we have to look forward to, and also so we can break down a lot of these things we see in the news or don't see in the news and know how to, <clears throat> excuse me, understand them, you know? Because a lot of people uh, need to be spoken to in a more down-to-earth way uh, where, you know, this type of stuff helps them to understand what they're dealing with, you know? I do it for the, the educational reasons. I also do it for, um, because extension of education. Um, I want people to know our history. You know, I'm soon going to make an episode about um, Khalifa and about um, the origins of Wonder Woman and the name of California and um, 
after that, some more really awesome black stories in history. And um, I just want us to take care of ourselves. But we'll get more into self-care as the black uh, people next time on Lensbens. For now, I thank you greatly for tuning in for this short little extra episode. And I look forward to meeting up with you next time.